mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 344 of the No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Universe. Yes. Season 2. Yes. Episode 6. Uh-huh. Trial and Error. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Yes. Ship Caliber. Ooh. <laughs> Only one can wield the ship. <laughs> I thought really smart coming up with that one. I was just going to call it Excalibur. Listen, that one is much more uh, (laughs) philosophical than my critical role reference of help. It's again. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I was so proud of my AKA because it made so much sense to me. And I'm like, there's going to be like five people who get this reference and I'm okay with that. (laughs) I was, yeah. I don't know why I was feeling very uh, literary while I was watching. That's fine. It's not like I like King Arthur and the oh, not at all, etc. Et not cetera. not at all. <laughs> We've been watching a ton of um actually, I which seen that. I feel like you would love this show. Uh, um, I don't I'm literally it's on YouTube. I'm literally blinking on the channel. That's um, okay. I'm literally blinking on the channel like it technically belongs to. Um, I. What's the one Dimension 20 is on? Oh, Dropout? It might be Dropout okay. because you have a lot of the same people. Okay. But don't quote me on that if it's not on Dropout, guys. Okay. Anyway, it is nerds frequently of the likes of one, Matthew Mercer. Nice. <laughs> uh, Marisha's been on it a few times. Brennan's been on it a few times. I like, like these are the type of people who are on the show. I'm a fan. And then you literally have an I I've been watching this for weeks now, and I don't know the fucking guy who is the game show host, and he'll read statements, like nerdy statements, oh. and one part of it is wrong. And the whole point is you can go, um, actually Ooh, in Once in Future like King, some- the sword of the stone is actually in an anvil and not in the yep, stone. That's right. Like I actually did know that. So that was actually one of the questions. Uh-huh. And so that's what reminded me that that's why yeah Disney Sword of the Stone is in an anvil and uh-huh. not in the in a lock. Literally, that was someone going. I am there every other week. I see the thing every other yep. week, and she still missed it. I have a picture of me pulling it. Yes, um, because every kid does. Every embarrassed kid who's like, "Mom, you're only supposed to use it during the show." I don't care. Get up there. How often are we at Disneyland? Mom, I don't think I'm supposed to be up here unless they call you. Get up there. Oh no, we went up there all the time. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it's a it's a fun show, and I it's like Nerd Jeopardy. Yes, I, as if Jeopardy needed to be reskinned yes. for nerd. But it's like nerdy or Jeopardy. More nerdy. More nerdy. They'll have like maps with all of the um, names of the land or the stuff taken off of it. And you have to guess the world. You have to guess what world the map is from. That is fucking awesome. Or the one they've done a number of times is because there's so many books that are blank of blank. Mm -hmm. And so they'll have all, well, it'll be like six of them. And then you have the 12 beginning and afters all mixed up and you have to put them in order. I love this. Yeah. 
Um, we'll, we'll watch this later. Yeah, oh, yes, we will. <laughs> um, I have been watching a show that you probably won't enjoy, but I'm going to make you watch at some point anyway because it's me. That's fine. Um, they actually mentioned it on the Prestige podcast mm-hmm. that you listened to. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that was available on Max. And so I've been rewatching the OC. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my God, yeah. I forgot how much I love this that show. That is a show that I have never even, like, seen in passing. No, no, I would not imagine no, so. No, nothing about it. But to take from what the podcast does, I'm going to make you watch the most perfect pilot setup episode of a show ever. <laughs> okay. Because it's really what it is. It's just really well set up. And it's like, you will have... No desire to follow any character's life, except maybe one. Okay. Um, uh, who you may know as Dave Rogalski from Gilmore Girls. Okay. But the Adam Brody character. Um, <laughs> and the rest is just, one, I enjoyed it. It was the, like, 90210 of our generation. Uh-huh. Because 90210 was a little bit older than yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is why I say uh, Boy Meets World is the safe by the bell of my generation. There you go, yeah. But uh, so I've been rewatching a lot of that. And then can I tell you how little I know about the OC? Uh-huh. I think until literally I saw the that the Prestige podcast was covering it. Yeah. I thought it was a reality show. Oh, my God. It was what birthed. OK. A lot of those. I literally shows. thought it was a reality show. It was the reason they came to existence. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you want more people like this? <laughs> we can share some more people. It was like the birth of Gossip Girl as well. It yeah. shows like that. So, it's, oh, you like this part? We give you more like this. Yeah. But yeah, it was phenomenal. It was a great place to find good music as well. Their music. It was kind of the way Chuck was really good for music. Oh, yeah. Same concept. Chuck was good for music. Anyway. There was one other episode of a show that came out this year with oh, this week. Oh, was there? I wouldn't know. And Grace has not seen it yet, but Grace will be watching it later today. <laughs> she has no choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I also would put Jesse through it, but I'm not going to see him today. He so, said he's willing to do it next weekend. Okay, that's fine. But I'm not having you wait till next weekend. Um, because the other thing that has taken over our life is Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I'm not playing yet. <laughs> nope. Anyway, the show, we all know that I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. We all know that I have been loving Strange New Worlds and yeah. find it basically the best, you know, cur- the best new Trek that's yeah. out there. Um, guys, Star Trek Strange New Worlds did a musical episode. Of course they did. And, and now you would think and go, that doesn't make sense. How would that work? Guys, it works. It works so well. To the point that Nick begrudgingly admitted that he enjoyed it. <laughs> this will be interesting. That is quite the litmus test. Because they're smart in how they do it. I don't want to... There's there's not much I want to say because I don't want to spoil certain things. But, like, they know what they're doing. You know what I think I'm going to do one day? And maybe one day we'll bring us on the podcast. We're going to do every oddball musical episode like of a show Buffy once more with feeling Grey's Anatomy I did not know they I did know that. that's why because <laughs> there's shows where you're like what the fuck because there's a thing like I mean I've said before I'm much more of an Angel fan than I'm a Buffy fan but yeah. like Buffy's once more with feeling is sort of 
everyone goes on about that specific episode because of how they did the framework around the singing. Yeah. This episode is real smart and has a framework around the singing that you're like, all of this now makes sense. <laughs> um, also, yeah. the some of the music. There's a couple... They, they go through, like, different musical genres. Yeah. So there's a couple songs that I'm like, eh, it's not necessarily my type because, like, I'm not a huge Gilbert and Sullivan fan. Yeah. But then there's other songs where I'm like, this is now in my head from here to eternity. Interesting. Also, the soundtrack is on all your music platforms. Yes. And I've been listening to it. No, the Grace Anatomy one was batshit insane. However, <laughs> most the, musical episodes are. <laughs> the the thing that was really cool is there were some actors where you were like, oh shit. Some of them you expected to be yeah. able to carry notes uh-huh. because they were Broadway yeah. people. Um I mean there's Broadway people in Strange yeah, Worlds yeah, exactly. too. <laughs> but there were others where you're like, oh, yeah. I did not know this about you, but go ahead. Sing it. Uh, Sing yeah, out, Louise. It <laughs> okay, that's coming. November second, <laughs> two thousand and ten. Uh, written by Joe and Paul and directed by Andy. So we have a very veteran group for this yeah. episode. Weird. Your weird fun fact. I don't know if you noticed. Mm. This is the first universe episode with more than one word in its title. Oh, I guess yeah. Yeah, trial and error. Yep. Boom. Yeah. So. The previously on in this episode uh-huh. covers a lot. It covers. It's a all real long previously, previously on. on everything. Because <laughs> this episode covers a lot of shit. Yeah. So we start with young Freaky Friday himself back from Earth. And he looks a bit scruffier than usual. Yeah. He's dramatically stressed. He's yeah, <laughs> he's dramatic stressed. Yeah. <laughs> So fairly soon after that, TJ is catching him up on some of her research. She's been studying comparing Scott and Chloe's blood. Mm-hmm. Chloe's is still a little weird, but yeah. Scott's is, I mean, basically back to normal. Yeah, no um, rare blood here. It is safe. TJ's pretty sure he's fine coming out of isolation. Like, there's no reason for him to be there anymore. Chloe didn't fuck up his bloodstream. Yeah. But Young isn't paying attention to anything she is saying. Uh, he's fiddling with his wedding ring because uh, apparently, although not surprisingly and kind of this wasn't already done before, mm-hmm. Emily, his wife, has finally filed for a divorce. Yeah, he's like, meanwhile, TJ's like, hey, Scott doesn't have any of that special <laughs> blood that Chloe's got, so he's going to be fine. And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah. This is fine. I- I'm like, hey, dude. You probably should have seen that coming. Yeah. And A, and B, how are you, how did she not already file for divorce? <laughs> how did that not happen yeah. a while ago? <laughs> um, also, really good moral question. What do you think on the legality of signing papers in someone else's body? Yeah, I feel like there's there's got to be some laws about proxy, right? Like yeah. having a proxy, yeah. a legal proxy. Would this fall under that somehow? Here's what it comes down to. There's no way to prove that this is the person. I know. Unless there is a way to prove that there is the person. I feel like you can't count. Unless, unless, Mm -hmm. like, if the witness, like, if he, if the paperwork is delivered to the SGC Mm -hmm. and he signs it there and the witness knows about the whole situation and like knows that that is actually because i can imagine it's your brain your signature is gonna match yeah 
You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I mean. It's really going to come down to there's going to be a case after the case where it's yeah. like, is there a way to prove that? The, is there a way to, without the shadow of a doubt, to have, know that this is where we need a lawyer? I uh, here's a lawyer in the mix? here's my thing. I feel like no one's going to be debating this divorce though. No, <laughs> that's what it. Well, the reality is that right. Yeah, it's no. not. This isn't going to be the case where this it is comes not going to be the case that they're going to be making these arguments about. <laughs> yeah. because Emily's like that. Yes, that's absolutely my husband. But let's say something came up with like Eli's mom, and yeah. Eli's like. Pull the plug. Mom yeah. doesn't want to live this way. And he happened to have... He doesn't. That I know of. Yeah. But if he had other siblings who are like, there's no way you can prove that that's Eli. I know. Then it becomes messy. Yes. Messy AF. Yeah. Um, because you can't admit that you have space travel technology. Uh-huh. Like, mind travel technology. Yeah. I do like how TJ's like, hey, bro. Yeah. So let's got out now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He goes to leave. Uh, She's like, you know, it would be really good for us to talk through some shit that we have to discuss. Yeah. We have some shit. And Young clearly needs to talk to someone about current issues, plural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's like, yeah, but is there anything the two of us could say to make it any better? And she's like, is that the point of talking, though? No, thank God. (laughs) Fucking TJ dropping bombs. She's like, it's not about better. It's about fucking sharing our feelings. And he's like, then what's the point then? And then leaves. (laughs) Hard pass. He's like, hard pass. Gotta go. Uh, And then we get baby credits. Baby credits. Yeah. Crebits, like hobbits. Crebits? Crebits. <laughs> they're, they're mini. Mm-hmm. So Ray leads Gin and her escort Greer to Eli's room for introductions. Yeah. I don't know how it's taken this long for you to introduce these two, two people. Let me start with, first of all, I preferred her name as Gin. Okay. Versus Gin. Yeah. Now we're getting to the gif, jif. We're going to, you know what? It's our podcast. It's Gin. <laughs> It's our podcast. Like I know it's her name. But I know. I just like Jin. What a cool name. It's the uh, it's the Terran pronunciation. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's our accent. <laughs> it's our accent. Yeah. It's Jin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how Camille did not play matchmaker sooner is beyond me. <laughs> you know she secretly enjoys playing matchmaker. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she likes meddling she, with people. I was about to say she is a meddler. <laughs> Um, you're almost like, hi, Eli, please stop crushing on your friends because you're never going to be able to go out with her. Here's someone you have more in common with. Wildly incompatible with. (laughs) So here's someone you actually have shit in common with. If you genuinely dated, you would be bored in a fucking heartbeat. You have less in common with Chloe than Scott and Chloe have with each other. And that's already like the Grand Canyon between them. And I I mean this on both sides. They would so be bored of each other so quickly. Yes. Because it's like, none of this shit is interesting to me. No. Yeah. Because you can have differences in interests, but you have to enjoy hearing about each other's interests. Yeah, you have to enjoy each other. Look, there's so much Baldur's Gate information I can process. <laughs> exactly. But I enjoy hearing yeah. the love that yes. my husband has for it. Yeah. <laughs> so also while working with Eli is a perfect way for her to help Destiny. 
because yep. she needs a job to do. Yep. So she has been studying ancient systems and actually studying Eli's work from uh-huh. early on when he was here about dialing from inside a star. You almost get the idea that she has a crush on his brain, which I completely she's understand. She's fangirling a little. Uh, she's trying to hold back some like arm flails. Mm-hmm. And this could be a great pairing and Greer is going to lose his mind. But I'm also like, this is the last person. Why do you have Greer on Jen? Because this is the last, this is the least threat of anyone from the Alliance crew. Yeah. What a wasted resource, if you will. Exactly. But I appreciate Greer here because you get the Greer Eli team up later on. I love that (laughs) of all the things that it's ever taken. For this man to smile, this is finally it. It's fucking adorable. And then even that, it feels like, I feel like when Greer smiles, his whole body fights it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like against his better judgment. Yeah, even yeah. he has to be like, that's damn adorable. Yeah. <laughs> you two cute kids over yeah. there. Yeah. What a wingman. So Scott and Chloe were not isolating alone. Mm-hmm. Or together, I mean. They were isolating yeah. apart. So once Scott is out, the first thing he does is go visit Chloe. Mm-hmm. He's She's very happy he's out. She yeah. figures that everyone was worried that she had poisoned him with her scary alien blood. I mean, yeah. Uh, but she's not Here's my thing, contagious. Though, right? I feel like if I was someone on the ship, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I wonder if he's poisoned. But hey, I'm happy he's alive. I, I feel mean, like that would overshadow yeah. all the other stuff for me. Depends what on the hell do I know? Depends on how much you like, Scott. Yeah. Uh, they're keeping her here in case she blacks out and tries to sabotage the ship again or something. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I feel like just like more emphasis should have been placed on the quick healing part, more emphasis I feel should be placed that her skin is changing. Yeah. Hi, hi. My skin is turning <laughs> blue and changing. Um, excuse me? Like, that's way more worrisome. By the way, by the way, I have this giant rash. Both of them are acting like that's just NBD. No, nothing to worry about here. Just giant skin changing colors. And texture. And what is she? What Makeup. Is what is, she's got the grayscale. She has grayscale. <laughs> Scott's like, it doesn't matter. I'm fairly sure it does matter. I'm pretty sure it matters. Yeah, his attempt at being comforting are like, they're there. <laughs> it's mm, side eye. Yeah. Um, and he promises they're going to find a way out of this. And I'm like, that's a tall order promise, dude. Maybe yeah. don't do that. <laughs> In the hallway afterwards, you can see like the his good, his putting on a good face falls. And he's yeah. like, that's Fuck. fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> this is not the thing. Yeah. So Young is just sitting in his room, <laughs> drinking, spitting his wedding ring on the table, uh-huh. like the top at the end of Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Super normal. Brody calls out to him over the radio and it takes a few minutes for him to get up the effort to go answer it. When he finally does, Brody's like, hey, we have a situation. Mm-hmm. Keywords you'll hear a few more times. Get used to this line. So when we get there, Eli's also there. On screen, we see that there's nine ships that have dropped out of hyperspace surrounding them, like mm. the ones that took Rush and Chloe. Also, the ones that we left in a whole other galaxy. Yeah, they found us. And the message from one of the ships is, hey, give us Chloe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which would suck, but makes sense. 
Yeah. That they're slowly changing her, having her gather intelligence, and she had no clue. Um, Eli's like, yeah, that's a real strong reason to make sure that they don't get her. Yeah. The fact that they want her is bad. Yeah. So they have 44 minutes till they jump to FTL, Mm -hmm. and Young has Brody power weapons. Yep. It's time for fighting. Without hesitation, the other ships start firing at Destiny because they're not letting weapons fire, you know, start Mm up. Um, And just like that, we have a space battle. Yep. Sparks are flying. Place is shaking. Scott and Greer are helping people to get to safe areas. Yep. Rush gets to the control room, confused to fuck as to how we got under attack so quickly out of nowhere. time. Yeah. Pointing out the obvious that they can't deal with nine ships attacking the one ship. Yeah. Well, because nine is more than one. Nine is more than one. Yeah. Brody is hoping that the aliens want to want destiny for themselves enough that they're not going to destroy destiny. That's quite a risk. It's quite a risk. Yeah. Rush figures they can intend a lot of things and still yeah. accidentally blow them to hell. I have intended a lot of things in my lifetime and <laughs> yeah. accidentally done other things. Exactly. I have intended not to eat an entire tray of enchiladas before, but and then mean. boom, they disappear. And then where it happened? Yeah. Scott, or I have intended to leave half a sandwich before for the following day, and then, then I just eat there's it. just no sandwich. Yeah. Um, Scott gets up to the observation room and sees all of these shots hitting Destiny with his own eyeballs. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to write, but um, yeah, my document autocorrected. It says Scott goes to the window to look at Ishtar. So Ishtar's <laughs> out there. I want you to know that. According to my notes. Ishtar. No idea what the fuck word that was. That is actually what the aliens call themselves. That's yeah, their name for themselves. Yeah, the aliens call themselves. I'm M. Ishtar. <laughs> <laughs> so he just pauses taking this in and a huge piece of the ship, mm-hmm. like, that is no longer connected to the yeah, ship. A rock from the freeway <laughs> yes. hits the windshield. Thousand percent hits the windshield and he ducks instinctively, but it leaves a very... <laughs> large crack i love the ducking like i do love that <laughs> i mean that is an instinctual thing it that is you absolutely, do it's like when a bird flies too low yeah. and you duck but yeah. you're inside your car yes. you're like, oh jesus and it leaves it leaves a real bad spiderweb crack yeah that grows so uh-huh. he calls the control room to please seal this area yeah. around the observation deck now lots of urgency help please do it now help help um, and they don't quite get it done quickly enough. Instead, they're asking why. Excuse me. Seal the fucking thing and then ask me why. So we watch the spiderweb crack grow and hear the cracks. And Scott turns just so we have these better visuals of yeah. the window breaking and him being pulled through it. Yeah, this is a uh, late season of effects budget <laughs> coming into play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as the window goes, so goes Scott pulled yeah. through space and the control room. Eli also has secondary explosions in yeah. engineering. Mm. Shit this is, fine. is going from bad to worse mm-hmm. as the core goes critical. Nothing or Brody or Rush can do to stop it. It is too late and we see bright light hit all of them and from space we see explosions tear destiny apart. It's all very explosive and then young Joel to wake up at this nightmare. Just kidding. <laughs> and you definitely they, de- they don't say it explicitly but clearly this man fell asleep drunk with a drink in his hands yeah that's fine that's totally normal and then yeah if you squint you'll see Bill Murray in the background turning <laughs> off the alarm <laughs> yes no big deal super normal times 
Um, in the cafeteria common room, Park is sharing with Young and Ray um, her plans group that the, the, the group of brains has. They're going to take that repair robot they found a while ago. Yes. Um, I forget what episode. And they want to get it working on the large dome room we've seen. So we've mm-hmm. seen the large dome from the outside of the ship. Yeah. But we haven't seen that room before. Um, and they want to fix it so they have a better hydroponics option. I love this. I love the visualization of the giant plant room with the dome. Mm-hmm. Want. So Young interrupts them because he's more worried about the weapon system. Of course. Because there's still a half a dozen of their main guns offline. Mm-hmm. And Park's like, yeah, you had us pause that until we understand the power grid more. Yeah. We don't understand it more. Yeah. We're not at the more yet. So maybe we don't do that. He's like, but we're really vulnerable without them. <laughs> and Ray goes, yeah, remember the person who was injured working on that real recently? Mm-hmm. Because we don't understand the power grid part yet. And shit can go real bad real fast with it. And Young's like, I don't care. Fix it. No cares. More weapons. The end fight. <clears throat> Park's like, we don't even know what's wrong with that system. He goes, then figure it out. Weapons are a priority. A new yeah. garden can wait. And he dismisses all of them before they can say anything more. Motherfucker. But you He's know, fine. everything's fine. You know, one person who wasn't going to leave that easily, mm-hmm. Ray. She will not be dismissed. Yeah. And she's like, "What the fuck?" Thank. This is. I really like the way Ray comes in here. Yeah. Because, yes, this is exactly what he needs. He needs yeah. somebody to what the fuck at him. There's there's been a remarked change of Ray come season two. Yes. It's not just whining about giving her yeah. leadership. It's like, no, 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 you're fucking up and someone needs to tell you. Uh, and I like, he's like, don't start Camille. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to defend ourselves. And I mean, look at the shit we've been through. We need to be able to defend ourselves. And she's like, yeah, we've all been through a lot. Yep. And yeah. you've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And of all the shit that we and you have been through, cough, baby, cough. Yeah. <laughs> it's clouding your judgment. Yeah. Your judgment is an absolute trash panda. And I need to know if there's issues with your judgment. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm fine. And he walks away. He, he, this is like the conversation that he had with Jack over and over and yeah. over. It's like, are you up for this, man? Yeah. Because right now it feels like you're not up for this. Oh, Consistently not up for this. Oh, buddy, it is clear that you are not. And yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah. All the time, every day, all your like you're just yelling. I'm not up for this. I'm not up for this. Also, because I'm diving into new pieces for my wardrobe, I was so distracted by how amazing the shoulder details are on Ray's on Ray's like shirt. Oh, I didn't notice it. It's like it's these really small details that elevate it. So like right at the cap of uh-huh. like where your sleeve would attach to the main body. Yeah, there was this little like couple inch wide section of like gathers of oh, like cool. like ruching. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. just these really nice little. Interesting. Uh, I'm paying attention to costumes right now because I'm in the middle of clothes. Zone. Clothes is fun. So Rush brings Chloe food, so you know he wants something. Yeah, his quote unquote being comforting. Yeah, no, 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 no. he's not. He just wants things from her. She's not hungry, so he's just here to give her company. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I happen to be working on these really fun equations. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Are you fucking serious, dude?" Yeah, bro. <laughs> Um, she has been wanting to ask Rush, though. Um, was there ever a chance that the chair was going to help her or was it all for show and air mm-hmm. you using me? Yeah. Yikes, dude. He's like, look, it wasn't all for show. I did legitimately hope it was going to work, but you 
also can't deny that your new powers are really useful. So if you had been cured, Scott would have been dead. Yeah. And while we don't know what's happening to you, clearly it's both physical and psychological and whatever. But hopefully you can be fixed. But while you're not fixed, you might as well put these super cool skills to use so you're not bored. Look, I know that you feel bad, but can you stop feeling bad and like do the thing I want maybe instead? Because I would rather you do that. Can we just do that instead? It's one of those where, like, he goes about it in the most horrible way. But, but, I am on board with the, like, well, you're stuck here for the time being, so you, like, make fixing puzzles sounds better than wallowing. Does it? I feel like maybe give her a minute to fucking wallow. But, yeah. Yes, I see the point. And there's something refreshing about the fact that he's not hiding it. Yes. In like a, hey, maybe if you do this, he's just like, well, do this thing instead. Yeah. Chloe is not the person who needs that right now, though. She might need to wallow for a little while. Yeah. And you have to at least pay the wallow tax. And you do have to, to pay the wallow tax. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of rhyme. I'm like, give my brain something to distract yeah. it right now. Yeah. But it's like, no, you got to sit there and listen to her then. If you want her help. Yeah. You have to sit and listen for a while. He's never going to do that. No, he's not. But that's that's what you got to do. On the He's on the verge of actually discovering the true nature of Destiny's mission, he says. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you want to help? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Why would I want to help you? Um. Okay, we come to this part of the episode that is almost too sweet for my non-sweet tooth to handle. <laughs> yeah. So Eli this was so sweet that I think this is when I texted you and I was like, I don't like it. This is suspicious. She's going to turn. So Eli and Jen are flirting through math. Mm-hmm. Um, she we see she's like, look, your original math wasn't wrong. Like mm-hmm. all your math is always correct and perfect. Mm-hmm. But you weren't accounting for gravitational time dilation. Yeah, I I, I I see myself in this so much where they're like, no, your math is perfect, but sometimes you lose sense of context. Yeah. She sees things that he can't. Yeah. He's incredibly smart. Maybe one of the most intelligent people on the ship. Yeah. Probably the most intelligent probably. person on the ship. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can see everything. You're you're looking at the micro micro and not the macro. I like to think of it this way, right? Sometimes people can see out. Yes. And some people can see down. In. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And sometimes you get really sucked in and you're like, hey, um, I know you're really deep in that hole, but yeah. you should come out here for a second. There's some stuff to look out in the out part. I'm laughing hysterically because this is literally how the two of us work and why we this work together friendship. literally Because so I'm well. like, I don't need to see any of the in. I'm seeing the out. I'm going to go that way. And I'm like, you're like, but wait, let me. Hey, I'm really deep in this hole. Can you tell me what direction I have to go? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess one of us should be down there going through it, yeah. right? Okay, but go that way. Got it. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, it's literally how we work through projects at work i will meet you there other people are like you guys work really well together and i'm like yeah that's because neither of us wants to do with the other part no no i don't want to do that it's like cool because i don't want to do the part exactly the problem we struggle with other people it's like everybody wants to do the same fun part that i want to do yeah i don't want to work with you i don't want to do that part (laughs) 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 <laughs> so um 
Eli's a little weirded out and also a little flattered that she's yeah. been studying his work that much. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, which I completely get, that she fell in love with his math brain before yeah. they met. Oh, she 100% did. Yes. Well, and I think she says this line that I think is really beautiful. It's the she, next one. Okay, I'll yeah. let you No, go for us. it. No, please do. Jin, you know, he she sees things that he can't. Yeah. And he's like, how did you get here? Like, why yeah. do you, like, why do you, pretty woman, why enjoy you math? math? And she's like, numbers don't lie. Yeah. And I think she sees that in Eli. Yes. Like, he lives out there. Yep. He's just, like, present and authentic. Eh. And to me, you know, because she said she's loved numbers and equations since she was little because they don't lie. And I'm like, that is real dark for what you have been through in your life. It's it's just, yeah, it shows like this is her safety. Yeah. This is where she feels safe. Eli, meanwhile, (laughs) when he was little, he wanted to be a vet. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Then he has to explain what a vet is. Yeah. Um, He got a hamster when he was little. But at one point he left the door open. So his dad stepped on the hamster. Yeah. Oh. So that ended that call. Way to like then, take that conversation that was really cute and then just kill it. And then has to explain what a hamster is. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Um, and she she makes that little unconscious move with like hand on his knee. Yeah. That was this is where I went. This is a little forward. I'm a little sus. <laughs> Ease up, ease up, Jen. Pull um, back on the throttle. And she's like, well, if it wasn't for that hamster, we may, you would have been a vet and then none of us would be here. Mm. And Eli's like, I had not thought of it that way. Yeah. But sure. Greer is watching all of this. Yeah, this is a part, I think, where he actually finally And he takes down smile. his guard a bit and this is just so sweet that even Greer has to crack a smile. Uh-huh, yeah. To me, this, this is proof that Jin is not trying to play Eli because we know Greer is so fucking good at reading people. He would have read that. He yeah. would have read it from a mile goddamn no, away. you're absolutely right. And I, yeah, I should have trusted Greer's gut, if nothing else. Yeah. I think I was so busy going, Eli, focus! <laughs> Flag! E- Eli, right. be present! Flag on the play! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Greer reads people, so there's no way in hell hell yeah Jin can roll a higher deception well, check and the other thing that we learn about Jin later is that yeah. she's not a woman wasting time no she's not interested in that no she's has been too close to death too many times to waste any energy listen she fell in love with his brain long ago uh huh <laughs> so Young continues to drink yeah. A nightcap before he crashes for right. the night. Um, and as soon as his eyes are closed, Brody radios him. And again, they have a yeah. situation in the control room. I feel room. like if this is what happened to me every time I drank and fell asleep. I would this, not drink. I would just never fucking sleep. I would be the opposite of what he's doing. I like that you're like, I'm Freddy I wouldn't this. drink. I wouldn't sleep. And I'm like, maybe I'd stop drinking. Well, that too. But my thing is like, every time you drink, you fall asleep. Yeah. Every time you fall asleep, you have this dream, right? Yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do to not sleep? Yeah. Maybe don't drink. <laughs> you would never survive any he's, of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. He's too far down that rabbit hole Ooh. to see this causation happening. Yeah. We cut to the control room. Same situation as last time. Eli announcing that they're demanding Chloe. Mm-hmm. Young is having deja vu. So when Eli offers the power of the weapons, Young's like, nope. 
that's not going to work. We're we going to go central Florida in a hurricane. Yep. We're going to yeah. batten down the hatches. We we're have 44 minutes till we jump. One of the ships fires a warning shot across their bow. Another message comes in. Comply or death. Can't Oof. go death. <laughs> and Rush comes in, gets caught up and offers all the options um, that they didn't do last time. And they route all possible power from non-essential systems to the shields. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the aliens detect the shields are up, they start firing. Yep. But shields are holding good. Yay. Except. No. Well, we see Scott heads the observation room, but this time instead of standing there like a dumb dumb, he closes the door. Yeah. He he fixes things before it gets too far. And Rush assures them their shields are actually holding pretty well and they're going to be able to hold out into the jump. And as soon as he says that. Just kidding. Six more ships show up. All of them are also opening fire. So it's 15 on one now. Yeah, that's fine. Sparks start pouring down around them. Again, shields eventually get overwhelmed. Explosions in engineering. The sublight drive is going critical. It's too late. White light. Big bada boom. Multipass. <laughs> <laughs> big old fireball. Again, Young wakes up in a jolt, sweating. Definitely not okay. Respawn. Is this, you yeah. know what? His dreams are just like, nope, you failed. Yep. Respawn, do it again. <laughs> Kiriyashi Maru. Yeah. Kobayashi Maru. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I always mispronounce that. That's okay. So don't yell at me, Star Trek fans. I wouldn't have known the difference. You guys can yell at me instead. So I don't know what I would do if I was Ray and just like a drunk, slurring, young pounds on my door in the middle of the night. Yeah. You wanted to be a shrink, here's your chance. This is the time that you She's do- like- what the fuck, dude? You are so drunk right now. Yeah. He's like, I think I might be going insane. She's like, maybe it's the moonshine. Maybe don't fucking drink all the drinks. He's like, it's not only the moonshine. <laughs> I like the only. <laughs> and he's like, a bit manically shares the nightmare he's having. Yeah. The first time, fight him off. Boom. Second time, defensive. Boom. And she puts together that this is why Young ordered Parker and her team to work on the weapons grid. Yeah. He's like, it's more than just a dream. Like, he can feel the floor. He can smell the sweat. It's it's real. It's something else. It's a no-win scenario. Mm-hmm. Mash Maru. The one possible way out would be to do the one thing he wouldn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Which is technically not, you can't win the Kobayashi Maru, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, Or can you? Um, um, have you, he's like, she's like, look, have you? Spoken to Chloe. Now we have to watch this episode back to back with that one. Well, I, there is technically episodes that focus on it, yeah. Okay. But what it is is, um, because I'm my head's banking on everyone knows it. It is a like final. It's a test at Starfleet Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know the conceptually, and it's yeah. like they run you through it, run you through it, run you. It's through a literally it. a no-win scenario. Yeah. So there's no way that you can you can win it, and the whole point is to test on how you do. With a no-win scenario, how do you do with stress? Mm-hmm. And infamously, the one person to beat the Kobayashi Maru test was James T. Kirk. Makes sense. Because he actually hacked into the software and altered it. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> or is it? Fair. That's the whole thing. Or is it? Well, yeah. I mean, in a real-life situation, <laughs> you can't just hack the software. You can't. But so I mean, yeah, if it's training you for a real world situation, this is not going to help you in the real world situation. But also he found a way to win the no one scenario. Fair. <laughs> he did. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, it shows that you have creative thinking in the face of adversity. It means that you are not willing to like give into a, a hopelessness. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, 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 they have a lot of discussions. Uh, they do show a few of the discussions afterwards where they're like, you broke the rules, but at the same time, you found a creative solution. It's a way to break the rules. I do think differently yes. that Young's answer to him is great. Yes. The have you spoken to Chloe? Yeah, Ray's answer. Yeah. Um, have you spoken to her once since you just locked her up and yeah. locked her up? Yeah. So maybe the anxiety you're feeling is very specific. Because it's a big no, by yeah. the way, in case you were wondering. Yeah, it's very specific to this, all of this unknown that you have mm-hmm. about this one person who's very important to you. So when he does finally visit, finds her in the middle of some crazy complex equations. And at first he's like, hey, so I haven't been by because I've been busy, but then also admits it's because... It's real awkward to be here and I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to you and you're mostly an alien now. Yeah, which she gets because, I mean... She's it, mostly an alien. Also, it's awkward for her to be here too. Yeah. I also don't like that I'm mostly an alien yeah. now. <laughs> um, she admits that she would rather be here on her own after witnessing how everyone looked at her when they found out that she was still infected because that yeah. wasn't cool. Yeah. He's like, you remember that the people on the ship still care for you. And she's like, yeah, well, they're also afraid of me. Also, I'm afraid well, of myself. They're not afraid of you. They're afraid of the alien living inside you. That's different. That and should she, feel so much better. Exactly. She's afraid yeah. of that, too. <laughs> See, we're all afraid of the same exactly. thing. Don't you feel so much better? Now go do some equations. Yep. Oh, wait, that was Rush's approach. <laughs> um, Young isn't going to give up hope. And she's like, no, I get that. And that's great. But she also knows she's... She's she's a realist. If the yeah. situation doesn't change, if she doesn't stop changing, then sooner or later, Young's not going to have a choice in what he does. Yeah, I wonder. I hope somebody has a copy of Kafka's Metamorphosis for her to read on the ship. I feel like that's <laughs> one of the few things that could help her right Maybe. now. Maybe um, yeah. there there is this nice. There's something here about um, the progression of Young's mental state with. He wasn't wearing a coat in the last scene because it was right. the middle of the night, but he's still not wearing it. And he doesn't yeah. wear it again until the end of the episode. Because yeah. even before this, he was wearing it, but it was unbuttoned, which is kind of unlike yeah. him. Yeah, where he's he, he's not ready to commit to this person mm-hmm. again, this mm-hmm. identity inside of him. In the cafeteria, mm. Greer just kind of nudges Eli while sitting down mm-hmm. with a little poke. This and is it's like, hey. This felt like a high school Yep. Table. Oh, a thousand percent. Hey, yeah. when are you going to make your move on the hot girl? And Eli's genuinely confused. Uh, yeah. Oh, He's, Eli, what a sweetheart. Because I, uh, as someone who is like Eli this moment, someone could have been flirting with me in the most obvious way possible. And I would have been like, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not going to register. Yeah. He, Greer's like, Jen's into you. <laughs> He's like, you picked that up after two days of working, of, of watching us work together? He's like, like, five minutes. Five minutes. I picked it up after five minutes of the way she looked at you. The girl loves math, Eli. Yeah. I, I love the way he says it. Like, that line says so much. Yeah. Eli. 
they were on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that a woman exists who is interested in the thing that you're a goddamn rock star I at. Know. She's into math. Even if she hadn't been so explicit in her like of you. Yeah. There's a chance, my man. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of your main chance on this ship yeah. also. Yeah. Goodness. I like that that she loves math can be taken in so many ways. Yeah, she loves that math. She is horny for math. I mean, you could do math while doing other things. You can do math in some things are named after math. Exactly. Numbers happen all the time. Yep. So next time, <laughs> next time he has to escort Jin, he's going to get called away. <laughs> I love that he looks like, are you sure? Yeah, he's, he's, his face is, is the best. He's like, um, both hate. Oh, I, I just have to share that yeah. Drakey does not like the sexy talk. Oh, no. He just left the room. Yeah. I think you all should know that. It's very important. Um, I can attest that that is fact. Neither of my boys like anybody showing any type of intimacy nope. to other humans. Nope. They're like, nope. Just me. Only love me. Only love me. I'm yeah. the only person. Uh, I, I like Eli's both. Hey, can we not talk about this as awkward? But also, yes, please leave. But don't make it obvious. And meanwhile, this is where I still think it's a trap. That the minute Greer leaves, she's going to like slice his throat or something. Greer just slaps him on the back a little too hard and is like, time to man up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Calm, calm it down a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greer... Listen, if one thing we know about Greer is he doesn't know how to calm down. He's he only, only knows how to calm up. up. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, Young is trying to focus on some work in his room. His reading glasses are on and almost immediately falls asleep while reading and only wakes up when Brody comes over the radio. Yeah. Help. It's again. <laughs> this time we cut to when they fire a warning shot across their bow and Rush comes in to see what's going on. He suggests the shield route. Young's like, that's only going to bring more ships. He knows if they do anything offense or defensive, it's going to be bad news. They can't do anything to provoke the aliens. Yeah. So what's your only other choice? Yeah, give up the girl. Just the one thing he doesn't want to do. Uh, look, I absolutely get the rationale of this dream. Yes. You're like, okay, fine. Let me do the opposite thing. Let me test this out. Yeah. So I absolutely get where Young's coming from. I know that a lot of this is like alcohol fueled and like not. But yeah. I, I, I do get like in the thick of that desperation. What the hell else am I going to do? And it's also like working through like what would happen if I tried this? Yeah. Because at this point he knows it's a dream. Mm -hmm. So there's no harm, no foul. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chloe knows it's time. And she walks out of her room. Young follows. Uh, he escorts Chloe through the ship. Brody radios that those extra ships have showed up and they're sending over a shuttle. The shuttle shows up, hmm. drills a hole through the side of Destiny because, you know, heaven forbid you go to a fucking docking port, aliens just cutting holes in the ship Jesus, left and right. Yeah. Um, and Young opens the door for Chloe. Chloe walks through, a lot terrified. Mm-hmm keeping her shit together as much as possible and young just closes the door on her and fucking walks away cold as stone yeah i mean at this point my hope is that my brain goes this is a dream we know it's a dream this isn't real let's yeah. see how it plays out 
Yikes. Walking back, Scott confronts him like, what did you just do? Uh-huh. He's like, look, we don't, there was no choice. And Scott just decks him. Yeah. And Greer has to run up and try to interfere, but he can't restrain Scott before he gets another good shot in at Young. In the middle of this, Brody radios that there's even more ships coming in, and Young is just on the floor laughing as the lights go on. Oh, sides. um, Yeah. um, Sideshow Bob. That's not his name. That's not his name. No, it is. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But just manically laughing yeah 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 i was thinking the joker but side joker Bob style too. as yeah. well yeah um and as the lights go off around them and he's like this is a fucking joke yeah. are you serious what the fuck am i supposed to do yeah scott asks and rush lets him know that power is down ship wide including shields they must have gotten the intel of how to drop the shields from chloe yeah and even greer is like you did this young Damn. yeah but with his eyeballs. Yeah. And Scott orders Greer to go get every weapon they have, set up defense teams. They're about to get boarded. And through for the rest of this dream, Young just wanders the ship in a daze. Uh-huh. Just disconnected. And we hear gunfire in the background, crosstalk about hull breaches, having to defend the gate room. There's just too many of them. And eventually all of those noises stop. And as Young turns a corner, an alien is standing right in front of him. One of the fish aliens who just opens fire at him and he wakes up with a jolt again. Yikes. In the real world. At some point, I feel like if Young doesn't get help soon, he's just going to throw himself at an alien. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And be like, just put me out of my fucking misery. Like in real life. So where does he go? Straight yep. to the still to drink some more, which That's, is where TJ yeah. finds him. Yikes. I like how she's like, yeah, I'm grabbing disinfectant. <laughs> the extra strength that Brody oh. makes for TJ. Yeah. Um, she's Ooh. like, you look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> just obvious. Also, let me just tell you this fantastical fucking oh story my God. while I'm here. Of all the times you have had... To have this discussion with Young. Let me... You pick now. I don't... Yeah. I don't know who this is for, TJ. Like, this isn't for him. She's like, what if I told you that our baby is still alive? And he's like, why the fuck would you do that? Why would... Yeah. Why? What if I told you that on top of everything you're dealing with, I've lost my mind? She's like, because that's how he hears that. I saw her. I held her. She's beautiful. She's perfect. And she just continues to word vomit now that she started because she's been holding all this back. The floodgates are open. And and let me be clear. I don't think she's bad. She's crazy. No, I think she's allowed to feel and believe whatever she wants to. But the timing he's hearing is TJ's lost her fucking mind. It's the timing that is not. Yeah. Working here. But it all pours out that she's on the planet. They left Kane and the others on. And the aliens said that they take care of her. And Kane promised. And then they sent me back here. And she knows what it sounds like. She knows that it appears she never left the ship. This is why she hasn't said a word of it to him before. And because she knew that Young would think she's crazy. And she's not. And it wasn't a dream. And of all the shit that we've seen here. This isn't really all the realm of possibility. And his first response is just to slam his fist down on the table. To get her to stop talking. And he's like, just because you want something to be true doesn't mean it is. 
Of all the things he could say in that moment, considering the mental state he's in, yeah. that's really fucking kind. Y- yes. Considering where he's at, the fact that he doesn't say something real bad even worse yes is is something else like i don't know yeah what what she hoped for in that what the intention of this conversation was yeah um and and he's not well and and a conversation like that to someone is not well is probably not gonna go well it's not and and she's like fine i can see where you're going and tj says because i almost went there and i'm afraid that if you go too far you're not going to come back yeah which i find a really interesting comment because i'm wondering if she means recently since she lost her kid or if this is part of an older story that she older deeper story that she had like before they met yeah that's interesting i don't know i i would like to think that someone who has found a coping mechanism as quickly as she did for losing a child and for dealing with all the stuff that she's been through. There might be something else in her history. Yeah. And so that's, that's actually where my head went because I, I don't know. I get this feel that TJ has seen some shit in her life. Like she's been through some stuff. And so, yeah, I'm wondering if there's, if there's something else and she is not referring to, um, the events that she's most recently walked through but through something earlier i'm sure those are coming to mind yeah but i think yeah i think there's other stuff there you don't move through what she's moved through that easily if you haven't been in some tough jams before if you will and young isn't ready or able to deal with any of this and there's Mm -hmm. tears in his eyes and he just takes his bottle and his glass and leaves yeah so Eli and Jin are studying again. <laughs> right. She's taking in all the photographs that he's put up on his memory wall, which I love. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli is noticing something weird, though. The computer is working really hard and using a lot of processing power on a program Eli's never seen before. That's the part where I, when she changed the subject, I think was when, again, I got suspicious of her. It's like, what'd she put on here? Yeah. Anyway. And she's just... So she's just interested in the photos. And he explains that they're stills from his documentary, which yeah. then he has to explain what a documentary is. Um, and he plays a section for her with Brody, who is explaining ancient toilets. Yeah. yeah. Which Brody's like, no, to be interested in this. And I'm like, nah. Now, with the amount of people who are interested in how people go to the bathroom in space, absolutely people oh, would be everyone, interested. Everyone in, is interested. In ancient toilets. All the time. Mm-hmm. Also props for Destiny for being an all-gender bathroom situation. Agreed. So, uh, sorry if you hear the sound effects of <laughs> Stormy licking my leg. Sorry, um, there's now a dog being weird. Sorry, y'all. Um, I feel like this documentary is is basically the main way that Eli keeps saying yeah this, this is, is his where journal he pours things into yep he pours himself into this i feel that and mm-hmm. it's very noticeable when james radios grew about a problem in the mess mm. we need your help i do love that Greer's like no i'm gonna make it obvious yeah <laughs> that's part of what makes this work <laughs> so yes he is going to leave mm-hmm. this could take a while and then leaves and eli's like shit yep fuck 
Um, I'll be right back and chases after Greer. <laughs> and while he's gone, um, Jin sees different chapters on the side of um, the video editing program. Um, and young, it, they're labeled like young Chloe facilities and mom. And Jin clicks mom. In the middle of the scene with Greer, we actually see her watching Eli talk through right after his mom left yeah. Destiny. Um, which is very heartfelt and he is pouring emotions out and it's very clear that he recorded this but didn't necessarily intend for anyone else to watch this it. This was literally this just him. his journal. Yeah. But meanwhile, Eli catches up with Greer and he's like, I, I'm, I, I'm having second thoughts. Yeah, he's Are you having sh- a crisis of, of, him, of faith. Are you sure about this? Is, this? is this smart? And he's like, you'll thank me later. It's fine. Here's, here's, Look, we've all been in this situation, and yeah. if you haven't, good for you, man. Yeah. But here's what I've learned as I've gotten older. You won't be in a worse position than you were before. Exactly. You really won't. Like, you won't. It might be awkward. You'll be like, oh, you know what? Sorry, I misread the situation. You He's like, what am I supposed to say? She's from another planet. <laughs> yeah. And normally, Greer is like, I'm supposed to tell you to be yourself. But in Eli's case, and we cut before we hear Greer's advice, but... I would like to think Greer is genuinely trying to help Eli here. And what he was about to say is something along the lines of normally I would say to be yourself, but in your case, be your best self. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't trying to be like an asshole. No. Well, I think what he, I I think what, what it comes down to is Eli lives with a lot of second guessing and questioning things doubts yeah and and not even just self-doubt but that's who he is all the time he questions things yeah all the time and the validity of them it's what makes him a great mathematician yes however in this moment don't question the don't question just do just go just have a little faith in this have a little faith (laughs) in me (laughs) and i think that's what the conversation is it's like don't be the guy that questions everything right just go just just jump and like and like eli's getting pumped up he's got this greer's like i'm gonna take my time Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give just i'm gonna give you two plenty of time to flirt yeah and and all of this gusto that eli has drops yeah as he returns to see what jen is watching i think that's perfect though it I, is i i think he that needed to happen and eventually she stops as she realizes that he's back and she apologizes she didn't she wasn't gonna she didn't know it was gonna be so personal she wouldn't have yeah. clicked on it otherwise and he tries to play it off and he feels like he's lost the moment he's like am i as well just tell greer to come back and jen is confused and he's yeah. like never mind but instead Instead, she just stands up, cuts the cheats, and goes over She's and snogs like, him. Someone's got to do something here, and it's not going to be this man. Here I go. And they pause for half a second and then go at it again. Yep. And they only stop as the ship drops out of FTL, and they're kind of smiling and laughing at each other. Finally, finally, it's happening to me. I'm fine. Oh. So Scott's knocking on Young's door. Yep. He's there, drunk off his ass. Mm-hmm. You can you can smell it from the screen. Yeah, it's it's bad. And he's come to say that the ship has dropped out of FTL, but there's no gates in range. They're just drifting. Mm-hmm. And Young's like, that doesn't sound so bad. Yikes. And Scott's like, there's also no countdown clock. And Young's like, nah, figure it out. Bye. He's done. He's absolutely done. That's I fine. I don't care. Bye. That's cool. 
That's fine. There's no problems with that. Rush. This is when, like, how how much um, bad home life memories is Scott getting right yeah. now? Yikes. Rush on the bridge that he still hasn't told anyone about. Yep. Yep. N- no one knows. Mm-hmm. Franklin, the illusion of Franklin, asks him, you know, you some problems? Yeah. Some, some problems going on? How's it going, my man? He's like, well, this time, I'm not the one who dropped the ship out of FTL. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why we dropped out of FTL. Yeah. And Franklin's like, maybe you should look somewhere else. Or maybe tell other people... About the fucking bridge. This constant not talking to each other from our leadership. Not <laughs> the best. Um, before Scott gets there, it's it's Ray, Park, Brody, Volker, and Eli all trying to figure out why they've dropped out of FTL. Mm-hmm. Scott's very tactful in saying that Young isn't feeling well. I feel like at least Ray, if not everyone, knows. Yeah. Again, it's like... Scott, you gotta stop <laughs> making these heroes and covering for the. Yeah. And maybe this is a duty thing. I don't know my way around the military rank that yeah. much. And maybe that's where this comes from. But I'd be like, he's fucked. I'm in charge now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think part of this, and we'll get to it, the amazing scene that happens later. Yeah. Uh, the highlight of the episode. I think Scott is also in that like no i don't want the fucking command yeah i'm not the one in command i'll do what i need to do in this moment i don't want to be the. but guy. i'm not i'm not the guy yeah that's fair um so he's like hey brody what's new brody's like uh can't figure it out yeah scott asks eli specifically and eli <laughs> starts talking about how he's been working out with a gin and more than just working on it he doesn't want to jinx it and the look in everyone's face is like please stop talking Hi, about we're this. talking about the ship right now are you with us park, <laughs> park is excited for him though she's like no no, no tell us more <laughs> tell us more um the point is that they were trying um they're trying to run a simulation and the computer was super slow mm-hmm. it was slow because it's already running a simulation yeah and he just now figured out what it was it's a battle simulation where the yep. ship drops out of FTL, gets surrounded by aliens. The computer's running through scenarios, but it always ends badly. And Ray's like, I'm sorry, what'd minute. you say? This sounds familiar. Yeah. The aliens that took Rush and Chloe? And yeah, we got other issues up for then. Mm-hmm. On the bridge, Rush has found the same program. Yep. And Franklin has been like nudging him, going like, it's complex and all. But as he looks closer, he realizes that it's it's so complex, it's overriding normal operations of the ship. Which leaves one question, Franklin asks. Why? And I'm like, I feel like this leaves more than one question, Franklin. This leaves all the questions, Franklin. Franklin, are you also a simulation? Yeah. Jeebus. Of the ship? Yeah. <laughs> Is Rush asleep right now? Yeah. Are Rush and Young sharing dreams now? <laughs> so... Ray off screen shared what Young had told her. And I mean, is the ship controlling Young's dreams? Mm. Volker figures it's not out of the realm of possibility because brainwaves are just electrical impulses. So in theory, they could be manipulated. Yeah. Um, is Destiny trying to warn them? 
are the aliens coming? Um, Eli is... Or is she just empathizing real hard? <laughs> <laughs> Eli is super sure that there's no way those aliens could have followed them between galaxies. Yeah. Dang. Um, and I like the idea that the ship is empathizing real hard. Yes. The ship is sentient. And the ship has codependency issues. <laughs> Ships would. Yeah. I mean, they can't. They I can't. guess Destiny can technically run without the crew. Fair. Yeah. Um, who else to ask about these aliens right now than Chloe? Dun, 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 dun. Scott asks her if she can remember anything about the blackouts and asking her to think harder about it is not really going to help oh, Scott, hang but on. that's fine. There it is. I just thought harder about it. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. What a bullshit thing to say. Such an asshole move. Um, He's like, well, James sent a signal without knowing about it. And Chloe's like, how many times do I have to tell you? I don't remember Jack shit. Yeah. Also, how would sending a signal help them cross the galactic divide? Yeah. Yeah. Even Um, my signals aren't that strong. No. (laughs) Scott radios Eli and tells him to prep any weapons they have and reroute any power they can to the shields. Yeah. Um, Scott has also prepped all the military personnel. James is going to split them into teams of three. They're going to patrol the ship because if the aliens do come, they're going to try to board the ship and they're going to be the last line of defense. Uh And we can see Rush and Ray standing in the back watching this as everyone heads out. And Scott asks Ray to organize civilians to hold up in safe areas for now. She's like, cool. Can we talk about something else? And he's like, can it wait? And she's like, no. Yeah. Chibis. And he's she's like, where is he? He's like, yeah. Scott's like, I've got this. We're fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you can handle if you got this and he doesn't got this, you need to take command. You're in charge now. Like officially. Yeah. No. And Scott's like, yeah, that part I don't got. I'm not doing that. No. And Rush points out, look, if these dreams that the ship is sending young are to test his emotional stability, he's failing. Yeah, that's why the ship keeps blowing <laughs> itself up. Ray's, Ray's like, in this moment, young has locked himself away. He shut down and then the ship shut down. Yeah, come the to ship's like, stop. me too, me too, because I'm codependent ship. Uh, Rush knows that Destiny is starting to understand us and connect with us. Uh-huh. So what? The ship wants Scott to take command? Yeah. He wants you to pull the sword from the stone. The ship doesn't give a shit who's in command, but the ship needs someone in command. Yeah. Um, It takes in what's happening on it. The ship is like a puppy on a leash. (laughs) If you don't tell the puppy what to do, the puppy's going to do whatever the fuck it wants, which means jump in and out of FDL. Yeah. And cause weird nightmare scenarios. It's just going to eat a bunch of grass until it pukes it up and then roll in it. Like, that's what the the ship's going to do. It's going to bark at the neighbors. (laughs) It's going to pee on everything it passes. And it's like, look, (laughs) Ray and Rush are both like, look, we've both tried to take command before. It doesn't like us. Yeah. (laughs) You haven't yet. We're pieces of shit. You apparently are not yet. The fact that you don't want command is probably why Again, you should have it's it right like now. You're pure of art. We can't. No, we cannot pick up the hammer. <laughs> you may be able to wield yeah. it. We want to pick up the hammer. Therefore, no. Yeah. Um. And he's like, you know, Scott goes again like a puppy. He goes, 
I thought all of this was about the aliens coming, about being ready for attack. Are you saying this is about something bigger? Oh, God. This is why he's not ready for leadership. <laughs> aliens are not. Everyone on the ship needs a strong leader, and you don't have a choice. Yeah. Someone's got to lead. He's like, I just want to attack the aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's the big scene. Mm-hmm. Because Scott refuses to take command. Yep. Scott pounds on Young's door and keeps pounding and eventually Young opens it. And Scott comes in with some tea of some kind. It's the closest they have to coffee yeah. on this ship. Young's like, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. And just passes out in his bed. He just, or he he's he was passed out in his bed with this barren field of fucks he has for any of this shit right now and goes, I don't need tea. Just yeah. fuck off. No, I'm going to go with you need some tea. Yeah, and it, like... Young is is going to pass and goes for his moonshine instead, which Scott forcibly takes out of his Good. hands. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going to need you to clean up yeah. and shave and get the fuck back out there yeah. out of your room. Get your shit together. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, Lieutenant. Are you giving me a colonel an order? And he's like, yeah, yeah sure. Because you're acting like a piece of shit right now. No, instead he tries to explain that, look, your dreams aren't dreams. It's the ship trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Ray thinks that this, like, how Young is handling this right now is why the ship has stopped. Yeah. The ship has given up because the commander's given yeah, up. Yeah, you have no faith? Why would it have faith for us? And, and that's not how it works. Young's not convinced. He's like, maybe the ship is just saying it needs a new commander. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, yeah, that's what Rush said. Which is actually funny for Rush, but yeah. Um, Scott's like, I'm not taking command. No. You are the commander. Be the commander. Own it. And Young gets up in Scott's face out of nowhere. Are you in love with Chloe? Yeah. He's He's pulling all the stops to just be the biggest dickhead he can be. He is very much competing for the captain of the dickhead society. Mm Mm-hmm. And he and Scott's confused in taking a moment to answer. He's like, yeah, I love her. He goes, yeah, that's what I figured. So what are you going to do and how are you going to feel when I have to leave her somewhere because of what's happening to her? Yep. Because everyone knows it's coming, including Chloe, except for you. Yikes. And Young is just egging Scott on to hit him, to react to something. And um, Scott's like... He's like, I'm still going to look up to you. You're still going to be a great commander. Yeah. Scott is begging Young right back to not egg him on. Yeah. And then he just digs into Scott in a different way. This is the mean one. This is so mean. And Young goes, it's not my fault that you didn't have a father figure growing up. And he's sorry about that. But he didn't sign up to be be Scott's father figure. And that gets him. Scott shoves him back and shoves him against the door. And Young again is like, fucking hit me. Just react somehow to me. Yeah. Exist. Be something. But Scott's not going to give him that. Nope. Scott's going to keep us cool. He goes, look, you may not have asked to be the commanding, the commanding officer of this shitscape that we have here, but you are. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to feel sorry for yourself. You just have to fucking deal with it. And after a moment, Young admits he killed Riley. I like the way Scott's like, we all know. Yeah. (laughs) Duh. We're not surprised. (laughs) 
Ease up. Yeah, we we're not. No one's gonna talk about it, but we're all we all pretty much knew what happened. Yeah. No um, shit, dude. He didn't just suddenly die from one moment to the next. TZ told us what was going on. Yeah, he didn't want to die alone. And so Young admitted he killed him with his bare hands. And Young admits that this whole past fucking year is just adding up and stacking and it's all too much. It's almost like if you talked about it, it wouldn't just continue to stack. <laughs> and Young is not leaving as or Scott's not leaving as Young collapses down on the couch. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, I can't do your job. TJ can't do your job. Yeah. Ray can't do your job. It's your job to live with this shit. Yeah. And Young's like, well, Rush could. And it's like, that's because Rush has no soul. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> my favorite part. This yeah. is where I do learn that Scott is smarter than we give him credit for. He yes. Goes, where he's like, Rush wouldn't feel this as a burden, no. which is why he can't be the leader. Exactly. <laughs> you actually feel these things. Dark Lord Ravenclaw. But you don't feel it so hard that you shut down. You yeah. can still get up and do this shit the next day. Yeah. Um, when you stop feeling it, that's a problem as well. Yes. And the idea that Young could actually do that almost makes him laugh. Um, And Scott's like, no, you're the real leader on this ship you're Mm -hmm. a good commander because you do actually care but you don't care so much that you can't keep going yeah and it's you don't care so much that you can't keep doing your job Mm -hmm. well and it's about not it's not even about not caring so much it's about knowing that you have to move through the pain of, of what it is it's like yes this is pain but here it is and it's not going anywhere so we're gonna keep moving through it and before Scott leaves, um, he leaves Young with one more wisdom bomb mm-hmm. that it's never going to stop hurting. Yep. That's literally the point. Mm-hmm. And so for the sake of everyone on this ship, you have to live with it. Get your shit together, my man. It's not fair. It just is. Yeah. It's such a great scene. Mm-hmm. And we leave uh, leave it with Young alone holding what I'm assuming is Riley's dog tags. He stares across the room in this great shot of a canteen, but then like the tea in the foreground. Yeah. And we quickly have a mini montage of young putting himself together, coming back, shaving, getting cleaned up, putting his jacket back on and he leaves his room as Colonel Everett young. We know and love fully geared up vest and all. Finally. (laughs) Finally. Yeah. In the control room, first thing he asks Brody for status, and Brody like looks at Scott, who's like gives him a nod. Yes, yeah. it's, it's real now. What'd you do? Yeah, how'd you fix this? No signs of the aliens. Weapons are ready. Shields are up. Uh, militaries on patrols are stretched thin, so Young approves two man teams so they can stay on top of things. Um, he also wants to dive into some of the Lucian Alliance weapons they have and yeah. arm some of the civilians. Young himself is going to lead them. Full defense, no patrols. Yep. Um, before anyone can comment about Young returning to form, Destiny powers up her engines and jumps into FTL. Oh, fancy. Just like that. Almost just the perfect timing. This must be exactly what happened. No time to question anything else. Let's just move forward. Bye. It's fine. Bye. In the cafeteria yeah. later on. <laughs> Brody, Volker, Eli, Jin, and Park. Eli's happy that they're making their way <laughs> they're making their way sorry <laughs> but it's it's very concerning that destiny can what get into their heads yeah 
Yeah, well, it it is. It's a little bit, yeah. Hark's like, what have you been dreaming about, Eli? And Eli, like, pointedly looks at Jin, who definitely notices but plays cool. Yeah, Eli, have a little bit of subtlety. Hi, have you met Eli before? <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's not exactly the most... Jeebus, This man. is like asking me to be subtle. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. Um, that's not the point, he says. Um, Brody focuses on the fact that they now know they have the right man in command, mm-hmm. which confuses the others. And he's like, look, Volker, back me on this. Young shows up, issues command, destiny jumps. I mean, what else could that mean? I love this. I think Brody needs to be Young's PR person. A hundred percent. Here are the facts. We're voting yes. What else could it mean? Mm-hmm. Cut to rush on the bridge. Nope. Nothing else. It means nothing else. End credits. <laughs> and Franklin telling us that Rush bypassed a simulation and got the ship to jump. It was not because Young took command again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Rush had no choice, he says. Scott was never going to step up. No. But Rush didn't solve the problem. He just worked around it. Which, I mean, again, is how Kirk won <laughs> and beat yeah. the Karyashi Maru test. Sure. So it's not the wrong solution. It's a solution. Yeah, it, I think it's just it leaves other things unsolved. The main that's... problem was not solved, however. Right. It is a solution. You know, it's like if somebody had... Um, you know, a, a tumor. Yeah. But they also had to have work done on their heart. You got the heart dealt with, but you went around the tumor. The tumor is still there. It's like solving a Rubik's Cube by peeling off the stickers and putting them back yeah, on. Yeah. The yeah. problem is still there. You just hit it real well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about ego, though. Rush knows Destiny was trying to evaluate Young's ability to command, but in the end, Rush controls this ship. Jesus Christ. Okay, but again, you pulled the stickers off the Rubik's Cube, Rush. You didn't really earn her trust, if you will. Also, you don't command... You just control the ship. Yeah, and literally, you don't work with her. No. You just... Yeah, this is like, well, sure, your dog doesn't do anything bad, but your dog also doesn't do anything because you scared it. The aliens aren't a threat. Mm. Even if Chloe got a signal out, Rush would know. It would pop up, you know, on one of these consoles here on the bridge. And Franklin reminds him that just because one threat is behind you mm-hmm. doesn't mean there aren't more further ahead. Here they come. So that's fine. Franklin just leaves and disappears <sighs> as Rush ponders that statement. Rush, fucking get it together, man. That the, no, the problem is, is that Rush is pretty sure he has it together. No, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. Here's the thing. Here's the difference, right? With Young, at least Young knew, I'm fucking falling apart. I yeah. give up. Rush is like, I'm fine. And it's like, yes. Brad, you are not <laughs> fine, though. You're so not he's, fine. According to Rush, he's absolutely on top of things. Yeah, There's no problem. it all together. It's like, um, you're not looking great, my man. It's fine. Yeah. Next episode. Uh-huh. The greater good. Oh boy. This feels like it's not going to hurt at all. Here's a question I want to leave you with though. Oh God. Okay, I'm ready. If destiny... Mm-hmm. Do you, with the revelation that destiny can run a simulation and was affecting 
Young's dreams. Mm-hmm. Is that related to what Russia's seeing? Like, is it running something on Rush as well? Is Russia seeing Gloria and Franklin? Yeah. Are those... The ship? The ship. I think... Or at the very least, the ship is what's causing Rush to see the manifestations. They still might be from his brain. Yeah. I think the only way that could legitimately be the case is if it was just Franklin. Because the ship didn't know Gloria. The ship knew Franklin. So I think it's just pulling shit out of Rush's brain. Yes. But Rush is losing his fucking mind. Rush is losing his mind. I'm yeah. more like the fact that he is seeing these things yeah. manifested. Yeah. I think I think there's a case to say that the ship's pulling them together. What I'm saying is... If we were just seeing Franklin, I'd say it's possible that Rush isn't losing it as far as we thought. Yeah. The ship is just creating Franklin for him to talk to. Yes. But because he's seen Franklin and Gloria. Yeah. It's all you've lost your fucking oh, shit. I am not. I'm not discounting yeah. he's lost his mind. Yeah. I'm more saying. <laughs> how? How? What do? How? Like. The, yeah. his, his, <laughs> the ship may be helping his yeah. brain physically manifest Gloria. Yeah. I have another question for you. We have someone else on this ship mm-hmm. who had a very vivid experience while she was unconscious. You're talking about TJ? Yeah. Yeah. I think the ship really does, you know, all jokes aside, have some sort of mechanism where it's trying to fix people. Yep. We keep talking about the therapist that this ship needs. I yeah. think the ship is trying to become the therapist yeah, that yeah, the ship yeah. needs. Um, and trying to to deal with all those things where it's like, things are really bad in this human. How mm-hmm. do I help it? Mm-hmm. Um, I, what's fucking shit up is like rush trying to override. things. Yeah. <laughs> what's fucking shit up is rush. Yeah. Rush being rush. So this will be interesting to see if the ship can regain back its control from rush, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, Anyways, it's a fucking just, mess. I was just, just, I was just pondering, this considering is, the two other people that we know who see shit. This one ends on such a fucking bummer. <laughs> Next up, the greater good. Yay, that's gonna feel good. I'm sure. It's fine. No one's gonna die or it's feel fine. like being not worthy or some bad thing. Let it's me just have the Eli and Jin show. Such an uplifting series overall. <laughs> Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon. Slash there's no place like Tara. Let's be sad together. Yay. Everything's awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Feels good. Bye. Thank you.